Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Live from Estopin All In. It's the Bamos Morados Podcast. Powered by the state of Louisville. Welcome to the Vamos Morados Podcast on the State of Louisville Podcast Network. I am your host, Zach. I am here with my buddy, Benton. Benton, how are you doing this week? I'm doing fantastic. Zach, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Uh, you, seem a little, you seem a little tired? You had a long day? A lot of, a lot of physical activity. <laughs> Help my brother-in-law move some stuff, and uh, I'm not built for manual labor. I'm tired. Hey, if, if Benton sounds Frank. a little hoarse tonight, it's because he's been doing manual labor. <laughs> I'm ill. Get the black lung. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I've been through it today. But no, I'm good other than that. Awesome. We had we had an okay week. We had we had some good things. We had uh polar opposites. We had a, a game that was just as bad as the other one was good. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> Not to get too ahead of things. I mean, with it being the challenge cup though, I think it's it, it just it hurts a little less. I mean, we're yeah. still in it. I mean, we'll get into it. So but Zach, what are you into this week? We're going back to comics this week. I read a really good comic this week called uh, Minor Threats, which is is like a four issue miniseries by Pat Oswald and Jordan Bloom, and that was drawn by Scott Hepburn, which is like most of the team that has done like Modoc recently, like the the Modoc TV show. That's Pat Oswald and Jordan Bloom wrote that. It, it was really good. It's like its own superhero comic universe where uh, the the comic follows a group of like C-tier villains who are banding together to try to kill like the main villain for like the local hero. It's basically this universe's Batman is run, rampaging around town and, and <laughs> beating up villains and, and the this universe's Justice League is there uh because uh his his version of the joker killed robin and and it's brought a bunch of heat on town and so all of these like c-tier villains are teaming up to take him out to try to <laughs> get the heat away from it's really good <laughs> sounds funny i need to add it to my list. i got a long list of uh, of graphic novels to, to go through but um the thing i'm into this week is kind of on a similar note i i just i haven't done this in a long time i just rewatched the movie watchmen and that's like up there, like in my in my favorite top list of uh, of movies. I think that's just such a um, such a good one. I actually saw the the movie first, and then that was the first graphic novel I went through and read. You have a look on your face. Do you not the, like Watchmen? The graphic novel is significantly better than the movie. <laughs> I don't see. I I thought. I mean, I thought they did a really good job replicating after after doing both. I mean, some of them were like frame by frame. Like a similar thing. I know there's a few like key differences, like particularly like one with the ending. And yeah, one I just with... think it's a I think it's a comic that does not translate well to like movie. It does a lot of things that you can only do in comics. Like uh, yeah, all of those little intro uh, uh, like 
clips from like comics and newspapers in the world that you get at the start of each chapter and, and stuff like that. It's not necessarily like they did shoot a lot of the sequences frame for frame, but I think you still lose something in the translation to a movie from comic. Yeah. I mean, I, I still thought it was a really good execution. And I think Zack Snyder's one of those like directors that are like super hit or miss. And I yeah. thought that was more on the, also on the no, no spoilers on 40 year old comic and 10 year old movie. But I, I, I do think the one big change they made uh, is kind of <laughs> for the worst with the ending. I think at it, the very end. Oh yeah. That, that was, um yeah, that was a huge change. And then like one of the other changes I remember is when Dr. Manhattan has his freak out, like after the interview thing, like, it was like inverted, like in in the comic, he, he teleported away, and then the movie he teleported the people away. It was, it, yeah, and there's it was some, somehow inverted. I don't know, there's that. some weird tonal stuff in the movie. The movie's not terrible, but the comic's better. Yeah, um, I, I yeah, I, I just really like that movie. My my biggest criticism of it is just it's just so goddamn long. <laughs> it's it's a really long movie, but it's just really cool and really stylistic. And I just hadn't watched it in a long time. I just had this itch randomly the other day. I'm like, I'm going to rewatch it. Did you watch so, the series that came out a couple years ago? No, uh, the series is that. interesting. It definitely is, like is it worth it. Uh, yes, it goes in a different yeah. direction in a way that I think is pretty interesting. I was curious. It's not an adaptation, it. so it's like a it's like a sequel. Yeah. It takes place several years later. Yeah, I kn- I knew it was kind of like unaffiliate, like it kind of its its own thing, like spin off of that, and so that's why I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, so I haven't tried it yet. So, oh, maybe maybe this now having I think the movie, I'll give it a try. It's again. really interesting, also. Also, uh, oh gosh, I, f- I feel bad because I'm blanking on his name, but the um, Alan Moore. Alan Moore hates it, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he's kind of a weird dude, isn't he? He hates most things, so it's not unusual. I just have a real appreciation for that, and it's, I almost feel like it was a superhero movie a little bit uh, ahead of its time, ahead of the curve. It was. It is on the darker end of things, though, unlike most of the superhero movies, but that's kind of the reason why I like it. Yeah, read the comic first if you're listening. Uh, Give it a try. uh, All right, let's. You want to jump in some games? Soccer time. Let's talk about it. Let's start. uh, I think. I think the uh, the Louisville City game happened first. That was the Friday night game. So three zero win on the road in Tulsa. Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty dominant victory. It looked very similar to the the previous game. Same game plan came out the same formation. It was another like. uh, low low possession but high scoring game which i think is i think we can infer is maybe like the blueprint moving forward Mm -hmm. um like seems to be the tactical change they made is maybe keeping a little bit less possession but but getting the ball forward quicker yeah, and it's wow. so radically different than, than what we're accustomed to. I keep seeing these matches where like 33, 34% possession, and it's just like it's still I'm, it's still like hard for my brain to process that yeah, when we're still, usually like, like they're still generating chances. To, yeah, like, no, I mean yeah. that's the amazing thing. Again, pose- I mean, possession at the end of the day, like is not like a huge deterministic factor. And I mean, this is, is it, this style plays a is it too early to point. start the Kyle Adams for MVP campaign? He seems to be a, be one of the missing pieces, or at least like having a, a another like starting ready center back option is really just unlock things. And you know, it allows you to bring Oscar back into the mix. Um, he has less defensive responsibilities that way. Cam seems to be suddenly clicking as well. I mean, things are things as we are saw really in this good. game. It allows Tosh to like get up and be involved in the attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was um, that was pretty wild. I mean, 
the, the one Rarely thing we see a goal from him that is not off a corner or a penalty kick that was like in the yeah in the flow of the game he was just yeah, up no, there that was, that was nice yeah tyler with his long pass and cam with the hustle to to get it and recycle it kind of back back into play that was good and i guess uh, speaking of cam it was it was him and elijah and they gave the assist to elijah i didn't realize that at first when i was watching it but um but yeah, the the press and action got the ball in a dangerous area, finished the job. Yeah, great easy, shooting. Easy, because uh, yeah. uh, he had a few uh, good shots. Wilson, Wilson Harris's goal was also a great finish. I mm-hmm. thought. Yeah, nice. Uh, we we kind of we were kind of catch him out of position, or I guess more of kind of a quick counter in that particular sequence. But um, the one thing I did want to point out with this match. So you look at the at the XG there. You know, I mean, we only generate 0.9 to their 1.34. And again, XG at the game level kind of taken with a grain of salt. But the one thing I just a trend I don't want to see develop is yeah, is is, is a situation like that, right? Like, uh, I, I think we got a lot of good vibes right now. We we took advantage of every opportunity that we got. But yeah, I don't, I don't I think that's they sustainable. Finished the well, and then I don't know. So. I, I don't know how complex like the model, the, the American soccer analysis that I get the XG from, how complex their model mm-hmm. is, but the the chances they had there are also ones where like if your model is only taken into consideration where the shot was taken from on the field, it probably mm-hmm. would rate that uh the Lancaster and the Harris goal maybe a little lower value than a model that took into consideration yeah. like position of defenders and things because both of those were sort of uh, on a quick counter and so even though they were from kind of deep like the goalie was far off their line and there was not like a lot of defenders back so I, yeah. I think probably I would say a more complex model would I think give Louisville City a little bit higher value there. Right. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to get too weed specifically on the numbers there, but the ultimate point of let's, um, I mean, they had two really, really close calls. Say, I feel like the game on was the, a little closer. On the Tulsa three. side, I, I agree with that number a lot more though. Cause right. I think, I think some good goalkeeping maybe saved Louisville there cause they had some quality yeah. looks. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of that, that ball that was tipped over the goal. That was very early in the match. And then later on, Oscar's kind of goal line clearance there. I mean, those were two particularly big ones that jump out to me, but ultimately I just, I just, I just. Yeah. But also like that, that, that we're not relying. That first Toshko was basically a tap in. Like that should have been a very, really high XG chance. Right. So. Uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. Again, don't want to get too lost in the numbers, but is uh, I, I just, I, I don't think that we're getting like, like figured out per se. I did want to point out that was like a, that's probably the best game lancaster's had this year i think as far as like he was involved in the press you mentioned that first goal that tosh scored i mean that was he made like a really great move on the touchline to kick that sequence off there i think probably the the best all-around game we've seen from him in a long time i don't have anything to back this up other than just what we've seen in the games he strikes me as an emotional player like when things are bad, like he's feeling it, he's not going to be playing well. But when things are good, he's really feeling himself, and he plays like extra well. And I think we're getting this this very positive version of Cam that's like yeah. going to be kind of like self feeding for a while. So hope it continues. And as Danny has a good problem on his hand, like, also you know, another he, another great game from Elijah. I'm sorry, from who? From Winder. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I think he's really was- starting to settle in and get confident. I, I think like I we're seeing the performances that I. It sort of hoped we would see more consistently around this time. 
the assist that he earned in was his very first assist. And I had to go back and think about it. I'm like, oh my God, that's right. He's only really ever scored kind of goals, not not earned any assists. So um first professional assist for him, but I'm I'm thrilled for him. I've I've always felt like he's had a high ceiling. He had that big injury that set him back for a while. And I think he's starting to grow at a pretty um at a pretty steady rate now. And he's really he's really making it difficult for for Coach Cruz to to take him out of the lineup. He, he's and I, I hope we get to continue to see this. I'm a really big fan of his. He, I think he means a lot to this club. You know, he's the first academy product to make it to the professional lengths. He's always going to be like a really special player for us. So yeah. I really like to see him developing at this rate. Yeah. Also, another solid game from Oscar. I feel like the yeah. the formation change has like really benefit benefited Oscar. Oh yeah, you you reduce the uh, the defensive responsibilities and let him kind of be more midfielder like. Yeah, he's 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 thriving in that sort of setup, and so you can definitely put him in the mix. Um, you know, it's, it's making making it harder for Manny to work back into the to the lineup. But yeah. given that well, we have what you uh, want to see, that's yeah. like that's a Louisville City staple is is like competition for every spot. So he's, I mean, Coach Cruz has said that time and time again. Um, but you know, at, at the time of recording, we're recording on Tuesday night. We got the games on Wednesday and Saturday, so. You know, it's entirely possible we see some rotations um, because of the close proximity of matches on there. So, you know, maybe Manny does get a get a start in one of the two. And then, you know, talking about the like the striker sort of role, you know, maybe it's some some permutation of uh, Ombi, Cam and uh, and Wilson, you know, I feel like <laughs> you sort of throw two of the three up there and yeah. I feel decent. Ombi's no spring, no spring chicken. So I imagine that at least in one of those, he's he's getting rotated out or playing limited minutes. So who knows? Well, they I mean, they have a better clue of who's, um, who's good and who's not. I mean, speaking of health stuff, uh, well, Jorge, and, and Powell's Powell's. Yeah. yeah. Too, I've, yep. So I, was, I was trying to think, I, it's like, I felt that. like we had another, we had more players that could play in those top two in that formation. Yep. So, and I so feel like I. he's, I feel like he's due for like a breakout game. Cause I feel like he's played solid. Yeah. When he's been in, we've seen moments. I think, I think he could have a big game at some I, point. I'd like to see him get get some action with the team playing in well and as positively that they are, and and see what he can do in that setup and how he could play into that. So, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing that happen. But um, I also like to see uh, Jorge back in the mix. I, I kind of have a feeling he's he might not play Wednesday or Saturday. Like they're going to really ease him back. Maybe like incredibly limited minutes. I don't know, but he's technically questionable. So he theoretically is, it will be available for either of those, but based off the way uh, coach Cruz was, was talking at um, practice today, he didn't, he didn't seem to be in a rush about it. Yeah. That's just me reading between the lines. So, you know, it's, it's crazy how, how much of a 180 the season has taken. The team's playing well again. We seem to be largely healthy for the most part, or at least trending that direction. Things are good again. The sky was falling about like Actually, three or four weeks ago. In like a decent position in the table again. Yeah. I mean, uh, you mentioned there's Wednesday night game. It, it will The game will already play by the time this posts, but a, a chance a to one. a chance to like take some points away from a team that's ahead of them. Right now, Louisville City's in fourth. Charleston's in second. But there's only four points difference between them, and Louisville City has a game in hand. So, real like, big opportunity, huge, huge chance to make up some ground. Yeah, this could this could mean a lot, and 
it's just so night and day of how we were how we were feeling just a few matches ago. Love love the turnaround, <laughs> but I guess again it goes to show what our what our standards are. We we dropped the sixth place and had a, had a few consecutive losses, and all of a sudden we're freaking out. I think we rightfully think, so because they. Yeah, no, I was gonna, I was going to defend it. I was going to say, I mean, I think there was some reason there. They never really like looked any, good. They like they went. There's no evidence of things yeah. turning around immediately. I mean, we had seen flashes here or there, but just yeah. they had scored consistent. multiple goals in a game, but like twice all season, which was like a bad, bad sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So glad we could talk about happy days again because it's uh it's much more fun to do. So. so Especially if they can get if they can get a result out of the Wednesday match and then do what they need to do on Saturday. Saturday feels like should be theirs to win. I think um, um, RGV is pretty uh, pretty low on the table, if I'm not mistaken, on the Western Conference side, right? I think so. I didn't actually I didn't actually look that up ahead of time because I'm a slacker. Yeah, they're 11th of 12. They're bad. They got 27 points. Yeah, not good. Yeah, they're like in indie ter- indie level roughly. So. If they can get, you know, if we can get six points this week, the team's going to be in a real good spot. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, Tulsa's a good team. So, yeah. like, yeah, th- it, it was I think not they're better like than we would have guessed. This was a result against a, you know, like an also ran in the West. Like, this is a, this is a solid result on the road. Yeah. Oh, and we also didn't point out the fact that. The, between the two matches we play with them this season, they signed three new players like right before our matches, which I just, it's just, I think it's just purely like ironic timing. It's not like they did anything against the books. It's just, we, we each time had to deal with these curveballs. Two two new people <laughs> in this particular situation, but thankfully this I know time they got to load up out. to play us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I just thought it was, I just thought it was, it was funny. I mean, I know we had just had a Cal Adams before playing, um, playing indie but like for like three players between the two matches i just thought that was silly oh well we got the points we got the win i guess we're uh, we're even they want to they wanted our house we wanted theirs all right well we're gonna take a quick commercial break when we come back we'll unfortunately talk about racing Louisville's loss in the challenge cup but they're still in it so there's good news so hang tight we'll be right back Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed those advertisements. Ben, you wanna you wanna give us the overview? What what happened in this Kansas City game? We lost. We lost big. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, no, it just um what wasn't wasn't the team's night. The the magic seemed to, to run out there. It's I mean, it's a it's a little disappointing to yeah, you know, to lose the way that we did. You go down early, get punched in the mouth, and never seem to really fully climb back in the match. You get yeah, that kind of red card. And it's also, really weird. Like it, it's the you know the World Cup's going on, so you should expect weird rosters. But it it was a weird lineup, even accounting for the World Cup. Did you hear Howell? Was that just getting some rest? Have you heard any news about? Yeah, so no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know anything. I think that about was that just one. a. It's just a rotation thing, I guess. For whatever for whatever reason, on and the announcements that they they share out with um with racing, it doesn't have a listing of the injury reports like it does um for the Louisville City side of things. Yeah. And so I wonder if that's like a 
a league thing, like maybe the USL mandates and the NWSL doesn't, or if I'm just, if they share it in some other capacity, but either way, I just, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. I guess what what we're talking about lineup wise, how, how was out. We had been playing Pikuyamsa in that spot when Hal was out. Pikuyamsa was on the back line. Uh, we started Aylmer, Aylmer. Taylor Aylmer. She was one of the, uh, the world cup roster additions, right? Yeah, and she's she's not new to the league. It looks like one appearance with uh, Gotham in 2021, and then 32 appearances and one goal with the Spirit between mid 2021 and through the 2022 season. So, but new, you could, you could do worse. Yeah, you yeah. could do worse on replacements. It looks like. But yeah, but. just at, at that midfield. I think it was just uh, it's not a lineup we've seen before. It I think players had not quite gelled together there. So. Yeah. I think long-term, probably not a lot to take away from this game because it's probably a lineup we'll never see again. <laughs> yeah, I agree as odd. And, I mean, it's also difficult. They got punched in the mouth early. You know, you get scored on three minutes in, and then I think, like, at the seven or eight-minute mark, there's another real close opportunity. Yeah. And and I thought like, how up, many times until, it... up until they went down a player, like, the fight was there. They had two really good chances taken away for offsides, but they were real close. Uh, mm-hmm. Like you could see that game going differently. Had, had either of those just not been offside. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, uh, and, and thinking about like, you know, getting scored on so early, like that has happened so much in racing's history, like within like the first, like five, 10 minutes, like getting, getting scored on. It's just, it's it's a painful trend. I would like to like make become a rarity, but still something that that happens to us. But again, like you said, I think we're dealing with a little bit of an awkward lineup. Um, you know, just the nature of the of the World Cup stuff. And yeah, I, I was I surprised mean, rewatching the game. Uh, the first half was better than I remembered. That on I it was on second on second watch. They they were a lot more in it through that first forty five. Than, yeah. than I had than I had remembered after the second half. Yeah. That, so I they, think that's one one positive is they did initially fight back pretty strong from from going down a goal. But like once they also went down a player, they never really recovered. They, they were not in that game at all after that. Like I'm only going to argue to an extent, but like I feel like that second, you know, like it, it, it was a little tough. It didn't feel like overly egregious, but at the same time, it kind of was a foul. Like, I don't know. It was Which, a foul at the top of the box, like last player back. Uh, like it, she went for the ball. I think it's kind of a harsh yellow, especially to give a second yeah. yellow. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so it's, I, it's I how it goes. It is that it is. Yeah, ends the breaks sometimes. But um, yeah, and and after that, like we'll. I guess the good news out. they had so ticket was already punched to the second round. I, the real, the real unfortunate thing about this game is, uh, had they been able to win this game, they would have locked in a a home game for the knockout round. Now the team's going to have to go on the road to Seattle, which is going to be a very tough knockout game. But on the flip side, this is like kind of a positive: is that we have we're gonna have a lot of players back that we've been missing. Yep, which. I mean that's a that's a dual sided situation, right? Like we got them back for the Challenge Cup, but that means they're out of the world. We're getting we're getting several of the players back a lot earlier than we had hoped. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, we were hoping that the Demel would be gone for a while, but uh, she gets an earlier flight home uh, than we were anticipating. Do we want to move into news? Did you have any other thing? Anything else on the game? Um, no. Again, like at the end of the day, it was a Challenge Cup match. We already had our, our you know, our spot reserved. Oh, it would have been nice to have a home game, but I didn't mention. Uh, uh, we got to see uh, Bev. Uh, as the as the as the coach for the for the first time for this one because uh coach Kim got sick they said the team said illness he had to he had to fly home from Kansas City early so uh assistant coach Beverly Yanez was was head coach on the sideline for the game uh, that's hey. an interesting little good work. uh yeah good uh, good practice for good experience yeah, yeah. I'm not, uh, not mad about that I tr- you know I trust her in good hands there that wasn't her fault. No, I, yeah, um, but yeah, that was the only that was the only other thing I I had in my notes. Just yeah, I mean, yeah, things. I mean, it it could be worse again. Like I said, though, Challenge Cup match. Like, well, and they're still moving high. forward. I'm not too worried about it. Speaking of teams that backed their way into the knockout rounds of a tournament, uh, <laughs> women's national team looked a lot like the men's national team this World Cup. <laughs> Out in the that's the. I did look it up. That's the earliest they, the women's national team has ever been eliminated in the World Cup. It's the first first round of the knockout round. That's the that's the only time they've not made it to at least the semifinals. It's painful. Uh, I I had a I had an unfor- I, unfortunate like premonition about it. I'm like I don't know that this is gonna gonna pan out. Well, do like, I want to wake up at six a.m. to watch this Sweden game? Yeah. And I I ultimately didn't. I'm like, well, we'll see what happens here. I'm like, I don't have a. I don't have like a, a good feeling about it. And well, I think that fortunately, right. The most frustrating part of the whole thing is that it's probably the best game they've played <laughs> in the whole tournament. And just like none of the, none of the shots went in. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, just, just a tough tournament overall. Um, ah, and then to and... lose by like literally a millimeter. Yeah. Like that, that was, did, that's silly. Did you see that review? Was. Yeah, oh. like you could like that, like you could fit a hair just between the ball and the line there, and that's it. I would venture to say I don't believe that the computer system is even accurate enough for for that to be. I think that's just a that's just in the noise at that point. Like, there's no yeah. way it can like simulate like the 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 width of the ball <laughs> even that accurately. You know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, like, brutal, just, a brutal, it was a brutal way to go out. Bad well, tournament. and to have the players, well, to go up in the penalty kicks and then have the players miss that missed. It's just like, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, Megan Rapino, that's basically why she's there in this yeah. World Cup. It's like, uh, she drilled a whole bunch of those penalty kicks in the last World Cup. Like, she's almost like a specialist at that. So that's extra brutal. Yeah, a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda silver lining is that black is probably going to get a get his pink slip yeah uh, unfortunately it's two years too late yeah i'm not a not a huge i don't like either of our national team coaches i don't like burhalter either i did see a really great onion or not uh not not onion a great nutmeg news headline which is uh a burhalter announces blacko as assistant coach (laughs) (laughs) that's the one brand though like i could see that happening it's the bad thing Hit it too close to home. Yeah, man. It, it's just like 
he was a good club coach, but it just never, it never seemed to click with the national team. Like weird personnel choices from time to time. The tactics never seemed to be there. I think the, the biggest one for me in this world cup and in the Olympics was that the just like criminally bad substitution patterns and, and use of subs. I mean, in both the Netherlands game, uh, specifically in the Netherlands game, everyone on Twitter was yelling, <laughs> like, please put on another attacker. Like, <laughs> at some point, can you sub on fresh legs in the attack, please? Yep. We have an entire bench of all-star attackers that you're just <laughs> leaving there. Yeah, yep. imagine what could have been, you know, if he, if he leveraged his resources, but... He's gonna hope out the door. I guess was, was in positive plan. news, I mean, we're getting a coaching change. Maybe they hopefully do a better job hiring the next one. A lot of those young players that got some ex- World Cup experience this World Cup are gonna be prime age all at the same time for the next World Cup. So I think the 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 silver lining is like the the roster for the next World Cup is gonna be really deep and have a lot of experience. Yeah, the, I mean the talent. The talent's definitely there. So we're we're at no that like play that. Sophia Smith, Emily Fox, Savannah Demello generation are going to be Trinity Rodman. Trinity Rodman, like they all got they all got <laughs> they all got their first taste of the World Cup. I, I would imagine they're going to be have a chip on their shoulder going into the next one, and they're oh, all yeah. going to be like twenty eight uh, yeah. in that next World Cup. So that that is that is one I, I do think. I am not super concerned about the future. That this yeah. feels like a yeah, a road bump, not like the end of an era. Yeah, per- perfect way of phrasing it. Yeah. Uh, we do still have is it just one? Uh, it, it's just Chidiac left, right? Everybody yeah. We do still Australia yeah. is still alive. So we still uh, every everyone is now an Australia fan. Today I am Australian. But uh, Chidiak hasn't really been getting like really any time with them, which is I I kind of thought I thought she was yeah. a more regular player with them, but um, maybe her lack of time at, at racing has hindered her. I'm not sure. And the the like two games where she subbed in at the end, she looked great and was like immediately contributing goal scoring opportunities. So I think I think she has earned some more minutes there. We'll see. We'll see as the as the tournament goes on. Yeah. Um, well, and you never know if someone has a knock or or, or, or what's or going something. on. There. Yeah, Sam Kerr is is playing again though, so that's it's looking good. Yeah, I, I think any racing fan is now like Australia is like our last team to root for left in the World Cup. So yeah, I saw the crowd going up, going pretty wild, wild when when she was getting ready to come on in that last match. I did catch that. Yeah, that was exciting. So, uh, but good news, everyone else is going to be back with racing soon, and. We have a very good opportunity to see a bunch of those players in person. Uh, welcome them back. I, I'm speaking out of turn because I don't know who will actually. They, there's like visa stuff, so I don't. I don't know who will actually be back. But we got to fill the fam coming up. For Wait, racing. they have to do a visa? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because they, they traveling right now. For the, for the, I mean, Demello won't. But <laughs> for the players that are non-US right. citizens, yeah, you you have to apply it it's a yeah, whole that makes sense i just i just didn't i didn't think about that at all uh but great opportunity to welcome hopefully 
most of these players back. Uh, is it the 19th or the 18th? Wait, like 19th sounds right. Got to yeah. look at a calendar though. So whatever that Saturday is. Yeah, it's the 19th. 19th. Yeah. It's Angel Build City. Build a fam on the 19th. So we got got a couple weeks. We're get, there's a little bit of a break for the league for heading into it, yeah. but if playing Angel is- City. If uh, you're if you're listening and you're not like a, a regular attendee or you've not been to a race, this is the one to go. All, to. Like this 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 is the one. This is this is a big one. It's a good it's time. Be a fun matchup. I'm hoping to see a real big turnout. It's a team they should be able to beat, especially the way they they've been playing with with the with the, the players that will be back. Uh it should be a good game. I want I want ten thousand. I think we can get it. Yeah, there's there's still time for that, and hopefully it'll be good weather. You get a bunch of walk-ups that day. So, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors. If everyone that listens to this podcast can bring three friends, I think we can make it. Hell yeah, like the optimism. There we go. So, invite like if anyone's not, especially, uh, I mean, if anyone's goes to regular regularly Louisville City games, definitely come to this one. But. Anyone, if you know anyone that has even a passing interest in soccer, like bring up the World Cup, talk to them and and, and get them to come to this game. Because I think you're going to get to see a lot of players that have gotten a lot of spotlight, a lot of outside of the normal raking, racing circles news. Very good opportunity to bring some people that have maybe not been interested in the past to a game. Well said. If we I'm complain hard enough, we'll, we might have a TV at the... Uh, <laughs> At the playground, by the time this game kicks off, the numbers continues. are growing. People just keep tagging. People keep taking pictures of electrical outlets at the <laughs> at the stadium playground and and tagging me. Somebody should make us make a sign like they made a sign for uh, give Lance a window. There give we Jack go. Oh, we got to talk to the Legion. We got to get a we got to get a put a, a TV at the playground banner. Not a banner. I want a TFO. Full TFO. <laughs> just drop it. Drop it from the ceiling. <laughs> oh that'd be funny oh boy other than the world cup stuff i i don't recall any news this past week anything you no, you uh, the team no. talks to you more than me you're you're hip to more things anything coming up no um no nothing nothing out of the ordinary We've got our stuff going with our teams and we also have uh, european soccer's back um so we got morning soccer to, to watch on saturdays again so that's nice return that snuck up on me yay I get to watch Leeds get promoted. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Championship. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Oh, oh yeah. The uh, I guess in league news, the vote on ProRel got pushed back. Did not get fully canceled. Got extended to vote on, on a later date. Nope. From what There's... I understand. That, that was how I saw it reported. Yeah. It was not... The vote was not canceled, but it was like the timing of the vote was was changed. So here's here's my take on that. Like, I get that it was like leaked in the first place that they're going to talk about it, and then they decide like they're they're not. They're just pushing it back. Yeah. Like my my viewpoint of it is like just put a plan together, you vote on it, and then that way you can figure out what people do and don't. It sounded like, like they wanted to take another it. pass at like the details of it before they had a vote. I mean, it's, yeah. to me, it feels like there's kicking the can down the road. Like, put together a plan, put on, just because you vote no on one plan doesn't mean you can't come back. Well, with, like, and it also seems plan. like a lot of, a lot of complicated stuff was packaged together into one big thing, because it was league 
league expansion, like re- league restructuring and ProWell all all yeah. together, which is like a lot of stuff to to figure out all at once. Well, they're gonna, I mean, they're gonna have to do that stuff eventually. Again, like just get it planned together. If it gets voted down, you you take no, like, notes officially the reasons why. Like maybe some of these conversations are taken. Yeah, I'm sure this is what's going behind on. this scene. I'm sure this is why like, I got pushed back. So like, let's just formally start this process and like we work on it. I don't know. Just saying, oh, we'll boot about it later. just feels like it's just delaying doing any work on it. Yeah. To me. I, I just, I, I want, I want things to get mo- moving and progressing on that. Front. Point, I don't think it's, it I don't think forward, it's gonna, yeah. But... I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Like but let's, let's start the conversation. I think the let's timeline that was, movement. was leaked. I thought was extremely aggressive. Oh, like yeah, even yeah, if, no, that... even if they move to it, I don't think we have it <laughs> in, in like a year and a half. That, that felt incredibly optimistic, but wasn't wasn't mad about it you know if they got something feasible together but yeah it didn't didn't seem like the thing so i don't know keep the keep the dream alive at least it's not like full-on canned or anything yeah so. just a reschedule all right man well i think we should let the people get back to their lives yep moving on hopefully when we uh when we reconvene we'll be talking about a few more wins little city's in a good spot racing a little bump in the road but they're still in the challenge cup we're getting, getting some, some players good players back, back though and so. then we can get some league um league play started here and then um what in like two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. Game week off next that. week and then game week after that. Thank you guys so much for, for listening, tuning in. Make sure you like, rate, subscribe, thumbs up, whatever you need to do this podcast, share and tell all your friends. And uh if you have any feedback, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at purple SDF. We've been over this. It's no longer it's the the, the social media site formerly known as Twitter. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on on X at Zach W. Allen. Uh, you'll find me on Blue Sky as soon as someone will give me an invite. Please free me from this Elon Cage I'm trapped in. <laughs> See you guys. Send me care, everybody. Bye. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.